from the field at Angel Stadium. Email Authentics at Angels.com today to take home a piece of the action. All items subject to availability. Orders are fulfilled on a first-come, first-served basis. Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners or management. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Planning your visit to Del Mar? Make sure to include dinner at the Pamplemousse Grill for a guaranteed winner. Casual yet elegant, the Pamplemousse Grill offers quality food that delights all the senses. Chef Jeffrey Strauss invites you to try his many creations from his tenure as executive sous chef at Executive Chef at Glorious Food. Private dining is available for your group in one of two intimate dining rooms after you celebrate in the Del Mar Winner's Circle. For reservations, log on to pgrill.com or go to opentable.com. Here's a hot tip. On Sunday nights, make sure you try the paella or the spaghetti dinner and choose from a total of 1,500 bottles of wine. Come to where the owners, trainers, and jockeys play after the races. See you at the Pamplemousse Grill, 514 via Delo Valley, right across the street from the backstretch at Del Mar. The Pamplemousse Grill. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com bet. That's winning at DRF.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Del Mar. Live racing is back where the turf meets the surf. Del Mar, cool as ever. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred LA. By the Lake Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 to reserve your Breeders' Cup room now. By today's Racing Digest, where every issue is a handicapping lesson. By the Pimple Moose Grill, Chef Jeffrey Strauss invites you to the best bet at Del Mar. Dinner at the Pimple Moose Grill. By Legacy Ranch, get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com, enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By Semi's Original, avoid the traffic gridlock. Watch and wager in Orange County where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semi's Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, it pays to own a cow bread. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. It's cool, fast, and firm in the Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. And welcome to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. This is Bob Ike. I'm joined by John Lindo. We are live in the press box from Del Mar. Opening weekend, opening day yesterday. 
kicked off with a bang, 21,000 in attendance, $21 million in handle, and today 11 more races, including the featured San Clemente that goes as race number nine. It's, it's Haskell Day at Monmouth today. They have a 14 race card, and the Haskell goes as race number eight, Saratoga 11 races. John Lindo, good morning, and it's fun being here, isn't it? You haven't stopped smiling since you walked into the press box yesterday, Bob. We had over 100 horses on the 10-race card yesterday. Big fields, great wagering opportunities. We saw it yesterday. Uh, hit the ground running, gorgeous day. A tremendous opening for Del Mar. Congratulations. And the field sizes are strong all through this weekend. And you know what, John? I think we're going to have just... Uh uh, like last year, where I think we averaged about nine horses a race, the racing office here is doing a great job. Uh, the ship and win program obviously working tremendously. And uh, just keep these cards coming, and I think everybody's going to be very happy. Yeah, we had 21 ship and win horses yesterday. There's eight today, and I think there's 13 or 14 more tomorrow. So you're seeing the difference in field size. A lot of it has to do with the efforts of the racing office here at Del Mar. Well, John, yesterday the traditional opening day stakes is the ocean side, and uh, surprise, surprise, Phil D'Amato running <laughs> one two in a turf race. I tell you what, uh, Conclude was the winner, and. He earned it. Uh, the, he went out fast, but there was another horse to his outside that wanted the lead. They went a very fast first quarter mile. And uh, I was surprised that Conclude was able to back off around the first turn and actually settle a little bit. And then he kicked again and turned in for home and ran away. And here comes his stable mate with a perfect trip uh, up the inside classical cat. But he just could not get to him. Congratulations to Little Red Feather, our friends at Little Red Feather, for winning the Oceanside opening day. Congratulations to Phil D'Amato, a huge one-two finish in the Oceanside. I think Little Red Feather did it two years in a row, didn't I think they won it the previous year with Balnikov. Uh, That's right. So uh, a great way to start the meet for them. Uh, John, let's look at today, uh, 11 races, 2 o'clock first post huge field size as we mentioned and the feature race that uh, we're going to preview goes as the ninth it's the philly version the san clemente grade two and uh boy you've got 14 going in here john uh this turf course it's going to be congested. I think trips are trips are really going to matter in this race, obviously. But it's a wide turf course and 14 going a flat mile. There's pace in this race. Uh, Bob, you see Ancient Peace in here from post two. She's very quick. Uh, and you've got a Philly on the rail flying connection who comes out of a, a, a series of races where she's been on the lead. You have a filly like Spicy Bug stretching out. She's got speed. So at the very least, and Bob Baffert, fast and shiny, she's quick as well. The pace will be honest, I think, at the very least. It really sets up for somebody from off the pace. And uh, I'm looking for, for trainer Leonard Powell to do some good here. He's got two horses in here. Anna Set, number three, is 4-1 to one on the morning line. She won her U.S. debut coming from dead last at Santa Anita and worked her way through traffic like an old pro. She beat old, older horses that day. But you look at the European form and the filly that makes her U.S. debut today, number 11, Wed, also from the Leonard Powell Stable. She was a Group 2 winner as a two-year-old in France. Now, if she had won that race earlier in the year in 2023, she wouldn't be eligible for this. So she's great at stakes, proven, uh, comes to California. And you look at her firm turf form in France. She ran on firm turf three times. She won three times. So I have a feeling she's here because of the going. She's had a breeze over the Del Mar turf course. You get to Juan Hernandez, who is back for his first day at Del Mar after sitting out a one-day high suspension yesterday for one of those whip violations at Los Alamitos. So he gets on here. He wants to get running and catch up to these guys. And at 6-1 to one on the morning line, I, I'm assuming that Wed might be the better of the two. And uh, you need some luck in a 14-horse field. But Juan Hernandez tends to make his own luck. Yeah, he does. Uh, Leonard, Leo Powell won a race yesterday, John. Uh, but the training star was Doug O'Neill, who started with three winners yeah. yesterday on Absolutely. fire. Yeah, all kinds of different surfaces. And we had a couple of Hector Barrios won two races. We saw him come alive on the grass course last year at Del Mar. He did the same thing again yesterday. Two turf winners yesterday, including the nightcap with Twist. And uh, that horse wanted to get out very badly <laughs> down the lane. But, you know, up to that point, he saved ground like he always does and gives horses a perfect trip. 
Uh, Mike Smith had two wins, as did Joe Bravo. Right, and we saw Mike Smith, Victor Espinosa, Exacta on the dirt yesterday, which tells me that the outside was probably the place to be. And uh, it's good to see those old guys get in the jocks room, get get out there, and uh, Delmar brings them all together. John, touch on that a little bit. We both thought the outside lanes played better on the main track yesterday. Yeah, especially the sprint races, horses that were down inside, especially if you're vying for the lead. You're going head and head, turning for home. They just kind of flattened out. And even the horses in the route races, if you saved a little ground early, fine, but you better get off that fence, Turner for home. That's the way it played yesterday. I'm going to assume it's going to play that way today until I see something different in the afternoon. John, with the retirement of our friend Jay Pribman from DRF, uh, Brad Free has taken over that job on doing the two-year-old preview. And uh, you you look today, and uh, Brad's got a lot of them that he talked about that are entered today. Right. Brad Free's article on the two-year-olds at Del Mar is in today's daily racing form. If you don't have the hard copy, you can go online to DRF.com and pick it up. He talks about a number of barns with the two-year-olds, including Bob Baffert, Phil D'Amato, Peter Erden, John Sadler. There are nine horses on his list that are making starts this weekend at Del Mar. So take a look, read the article. He's got some good insights, some of the horses that have shown quickness in the morning and what those trainers think about it. It's a great article, always a good feature to have for Del Mar. Keep it through the meet. John, as much feel-good as we have from uh, yesterday and the opening weekend, we have to talk about the fallout that was announced uh, that Golden Gate will be closing for good in December. I hate that we're having to talk about this on the first weekend of Del Mar, but it is timely. It's news. Uh, bring us up to speed, John. Well, Sunday afternoon, last Sunday afternoon, there was a press release sent out by the, the Strana Group First Racing that after the uh, meet in, that ends in early December at Golden Gate, that will be it. They're going to shut the doors out there. The quote was they're going to consolidate racing in Southern California. Now, Bob, you and I have been playing the races in California for decades. We know that the vast majority of the horses at Golden Gate in Northern California don't fit down here. So I don't see how that that explanation makes a whole lot of sense doesn't to me. pass the smell test. No, I don't think so. And and the horsemen, talking to the horsemen on the backside here, they're kind of at a loss for words. I mean, they say 10, 15, at, at optimistically 20% of their horses fit down here. What do you do with the 80% if they expect them to move to Southern California? And do they have the financial ownership backing to buy the type of horses it takes to compete in Southern California? How does it affect the farms that are breeding the horses if they're not good enough to compete at Santa Anita? If you don't have a commercially popular stallion, what are they going to do with those? So I think it's going to have a bad effect on the Californian breeding industry. All those, There's a lot of good horsemen up there in Northern California. I think they have to probably look at a different circuit. And, you know, they, they're given basically six months to solve all this stuff without a plan from the first racing group yet. We haven't heard anything about a plan. We're waiting to hear something. I'd love to be able to say this is what they're going to do. But I know the horsemen back here, Bob, they're just kind of shaking their heads saying, I don't know what we're going to do. And, yeah. and that's not a good thing. You know, there was an open letter written by Ellen Jackson, a retired trainer from Northern California. Excuse me, and uh, she now runs Victory Rose Thoroughbreds, which is a, a retirement uh, place up in Vacaville, I believe, right. and, and maybe even a breeding uh, kind of situation there. But anyway, she penned an open letter to the CHRB. It was picked up by Blood Horse. John, I'm not going to go through and read the whole thing, but uh, like you said, this affects every employee at the track, the trainers, the grooms, the hot walkers, the exercise riders, the hay growers, the grain manufacturers, and I'm looking at her first paragraph here, all the vendors involved, uh, all the backstretch workers. What do you do? How do you find them jobs? Where do they go? Uh, you mentioned the breeding industry, how much that's going to be impacted. I just want to read one paragraph uh, from this open letter, and it's uh, down near the middle of it. It says, Belinda Stronach is now claiming that G Golden Gate Fields is $1.9 million behind on purses and has been incurring losses in operating costs for years. She also claims the Stronic Group is liable for $25 million in storm drainage renovation and water improvement uh, qualities, which was supposedly why we had to leave Golden Gate Fields last summer so they can take care of it. 
who are we to believe? That's that's the question in all this, John. There's been a lot of great stuff written in the last couple of days. I would like to refer people to uh, the Thoroughbred Daily News, TDN. Dan Ross did a two-part interview uh, with Dr. Greg Ferraro, who's head of the CHRB. I thought that was tremendous. Ex- excellent article. A lot of insight there. Jay Hovde wrote a great article uh, that appeared in Blood Horse. So uh, there's a lot of literature out there. Go read it. It says it is well or better than we can, John. Uh, it's a mess. And uh, and if we hear from the first racing group, we'll let, we'll let you know what we hear. Right. And there has been basically no comment since that statement came out. Exactly. So we're, we're waiting to see. Let's talk about one other thing. And we touched on this last week when we had Lisa Lazarus on. She's the head of the HISA. Uh, I specifically asked her about the Mac Robertson situation, one of his horses tested for a drug uh this horse was a gelding it's a drug given to fillies and mares i basically said it made no sense as sort of a performance enhancing thing and uh well john it was announced yesterday that provisional suspension was lifted but in the meantime bob he was provisionally suspended he had disbanded stable you had mentioned he had had a number of scratches there was a minnesota stakes day where he had a lot of horses in those races they all had to come out he had to disperse his barn uh his his reputation has been damaged now people are going to call him a cheater okay so now you drop all the things and you say oh my bad it's it's you know sorry about that I don't think that covers the damage done. And we talked about due process, getting these things right. I believe in the processes that, that Heiza wants to put into place. I just think that the way that it's being done doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And that's what we have to try and get corrected. This is the second trainer now that was provisionally suspended, Ray Handel being the first, that has been reinstated. Both of those guys now have to redo their reputations. And what does that cost them? I, I don't know, but... You know, to say I'm sorry to me is not enough. Let me just read a quote from Mac Robertson, who's one of the top trainers back there on the Canterbury circuit, has a very good reputation. His quote is, when you look at it, a provisional suspension is about as un-American as you can get. Everyone in racing should oppose it. All American citizens should oppose it. And that's one of the things we talked about to Lisa Lazarus. By doing it this way, you are guilty until proven innocent instead of the other way around, and you do not get due process. You have to disband your barn. That causes, I don't know if people realize how much chaos that causes a barn, John. You've got to transfer those horses, the help, uh, the payroll, everything that goes along with it. Right, absolutely. It, It trickles down all over the place, and then you have to try and build it back up. And in this atmosphere, that's not an easy chore. So, you know, we we have to get this right. Uh, I don't think the way things are set up now, it's sustainable. Let's hope there's a... And and again, I give Lisa credit because she's open-minded to change. They've already adjusted some things. I'm sure there'll be some other adjustments, but let's try and get it right the first time. Yeah. All right. Enough of that. Let's get positive again, John. We've got a a, a fun card to look at today. Uh, You're making your selections at the Lindo Report. All of our handicappers appear at todaysracingdigest.com. Your sheet is at the South Point for free. People go by and pick it up. So uh, from the South Point, and John, let's get that phone number out as well, but I want to make have you make your Del Mar selection today. Well, if you want to get out to the South Point, it is cool in the race book. It's warm out there otherwise, but get in there, have a hot dog, a cold beverage, 866-780-7223. Call Steve Johnson. Ask how you can qualify for the Thoroughbred LA discounted rate. The play today, 11th and final at Del Mar. I like number one, Sarwar. This is a horse that finished well last time, right into the teeth of a slow pace, got beat a neck. Uh, I think uh, a, a little bit more of a legitimate pace situation today from the rail in a big field. He ought to save ground. Juan Hernandez will look to be uh, hit the ground running after having to take the day off yesterday. 7-2 to on the program. Number one, Sarwar, race 11 at Del Mar. And, Bob, your sheet, Bob Ike Picks, is back. You started off yesterday with opening day. You've got Del Mar again today. Where do you want to go for your play? Right, and I'll be doing every Saturday and Sunday now throughout the meet, John, including Labor Day Monday. I'm going to go to race number four today for my radio play. And... Uh, I'm a loyal guy, John, and uh, Mrs. Astor was very, very good to me back earlier in the year uh, when those coast-to-coast bets between Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. She was a maiden winner that day. 
Very impressive. Then went into a couple tough spots. I think she ships here for a good trainer in uh, Jonathan Thomas, and I just think she's going to outclass this field today. Race number four going on the turf course, three-year-old fillies. It's number five, Mrs. Astor. Joe Bravo aboard, 7-2, to the lukewarm favorite in the race, and that will be my radio plays uh, for my sheet today, John. I did races 7, 9, 11, all good turf races with full fields, and I put $150 into that late pick five, which is going to pay a stack today, if you can be right. John, the first pick five of the meet yesterday? Nothing nothing small, $90,000. $90,000. That was ending with the favorite in the final leg. Yeah. Uh, if you wanted to go shopping for a price, you were unlucky there. You, uh, you're going to get opportunities here. John, let's take our first time out. When we come back, Bob Mazursky and Bruce Finkelstein, you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. In San Francisco High on a hill Angels Radio AM 830 Where the turf meets the surf Where the turf meets the surf Down at Old Del You could be flying on an airplane Catching a fast train Or jumping in your car First players, it's your chance to shine at Del Mar. The Del Mar Handicapping Challenge will be held July 29th and 30th on track with over $250,000 in prizes expected, including entries into the 2023 Breeders' Cup Betting Challenge, the 2023 Pacific Classic Betting Challenge, and the 2024 National Horse Players Championship. Go to dmtc.com to purchase your entry. Here's your chance to beat the best where the turf meets the surf. Where the turf meets the surf down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf All right now. down at Old Del Mar. Developed by Horseman, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. 
G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Back Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike, John Lindo. We are live at Del Mar, and uh, John, before we bring in Bob Mazursky, how about Calbred of the Week? And uh, we had to go cross-country to find this one. Yeah, Calbred's doing well at Saratoga. How how about the Calbred of the Week? Yo-Yo Candy, winner of the Grade 3, $175,000 Sanford Stakes at Saratoga last Sunday. Yo-Yo Candy is by Danzing Candy out of the two-punch mare Yolanda B2 was bred by Checkmate Thoroughbreds, owned by Happy Tenth Stable, and trained by Daniel Velasquez. Yo-Yo Candy was purchased for $6,000 at the Northern California sale. That sale is coming up August 15th at Alameda County Fairgrounds in Pleasanton. Now has two wins from three career starts, earnings over $150,000. Calbreds on the road and doing well. Let's bring in Bob Mazursky. He's the regular handicapper for the Southern California News Group, as well as today's RacingDigest.com. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. How did opening day treat you, Bob? Started off kind of slow. You know, I started off okay, and then Northeast Star had a brutal trip. When that's the favorite, if she would have won, I would have had a nice day. Yeah. And then I uh, was able to hit the last two races with Sir Atticus, and uh, so it was tough, but uh, looking for better today. Yep, very good, and uh, plenty of opportunities. Bob, one of the races we want you to look at is the Osanitas, which is uh, the undercard feature, race seven. Uh, boy, again, full house in here, uh, lots of ways to go. What, how'd you see the Osanitas, Bob? Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. It starts a late pick five, and it's a race that I, I think you're going to have to spread to get out of there with the winner. I picked Warren's Candy Girl just because of her fondness for the score. She's done very well over this layout, but it's all about trips. I mean, with the big field, it's all about who gets the best trip, and, you know, she's one of many contenders. I think Navigian Sunrise is coming off a long layoff, first time from Michael McCarthy. Honey Pants is stretching out. Uh, canoodling on her best day is certainly good enough. Very scary on her best day is good enough. So it's just a race you'd have to spread. I ended up picking Warren's Candy Girl, but I think for pick five and pick six purposes, it's a race you have to spread. Well, Bob, I know all of your picks are at todaysracingdigest.com, and you you have uh, opinions throughout the card. Let's have a radio play from you today at Del Mar. Today, I like number six, Wind Ribbon. I think he's best as a late-running sprinter. He comes out of a route race at Pleasanton for a very sharp trainer, Isidro Tamayo. Tamayo has another horse in here that I think is going to show speed. It could help set it up for this horse. So I like number six, Wind Ribbon. He's 5-1 to one on the morning line in race one. That's number six, Wind Ribbon, race one. And uh, morning line is 5-1. to one. That's for Bob Mazursky at todaysracingdigest.com. Bob, want to uh, thank you. We will talk to you next week. And, uh, Bob, I want to mention something for free today at todaysracingdigest.com as we get started here at Del Mar. If you go to the todaysracingdigest.com website, on the front page, on the far left, it says Today's Racing Information, today, Horse Racing Today. Click on that, and there's an insider handicapping tips, 10 handicapping angles for Del Mar. You can click on that and pick it up for free. All right. Very good. Thank you, John. Let's bring in Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How's it going, guys? Well, we're doing we're doing well. Uh, we did want to get your opinion just on the uh, closure, the announced closure of Golden Gate. Uh, obviously, we talked quite a bit about it in the first segment, and um, certainly a circuit that you have followed for many, many years. Yeah, it's a sad day. Um, you know, it's it's a reality of business being you know off uh, and, and a and a shrinking you know full crop. It, it, they have a real problem there sustaining year-round racing there's just too much racing and then on up horses and uh you know the sport's way off there i can just tell you especially in the winter the winter months i wish they would have made an adjustment maybe a few years ago and eliminated january february and march and see how that maybe that experiment could have worked maybe some of those horses could have run at santa anita but i just think it's a matter of you know short fields there's very little fan interest. There's a lot of animal activists up there. They're not real keen on racing anymore in Golden Gate. But take a look at the attendance. I look at it every day. It's paltry. Um, it's a shame. I wish we had some, you know, we could have maybe gradually, you know, scaled back and, and instead of eliminating it. But, you know, it's a reality of business. And, you know, 
we'll just have to wait and see what the incentives are going to be, you know, for the Northern California barns to come south. Uh, it really hasn't been spelled out. Is there going to be a bump in purses? Or is there going to be a purse increase or not? Can some of those horses maybe relocate to go uh, to Los Alamitos? Some of the cheaper horses for expanded racing at Los Alamitos. So we're really getting very little details, and that's the problem with this rollout right now. Everyone's against it, but I like to see more details before really having a strong opinion on it. Bruce, you make a lot of very good points. As those uh, points are addressed, we will bring it to everybody's attention here at Thoroughbred LA. As far as plays today, we've got Sacramento underway after they skipped the first weekend because of the heat up in Sacramento. So I need to get a play from you in Northern California, and then uh, Bob Ike's going to ask you for something from Del Mar. Well, John, I'm going to give you an 8-to-1 shot that is in no way, shape, or form going to be an 8-to-1 shot in the feature race, the Governor's Cup. It's a nice group, $75,000. It's a non-graded stage race for Phillies. And how about Mark Gladsworth, the five, dance to the music who ran in a very tough race at Los Alamitos, the great Lady M. Year after year, that is a salty race at Los Al. And again was the case this year with a very fine runner for Baffert, Ida, uh, gamely winning that race. She wasn't really a factor. She ran fourth. She tried. Those are far better horses than these. She drops in against a much easier group. She won the grade three Desert Stormer at Santa Anita two races ago. That's kind of more like this level. She can stay close and, and finish. And, and you have a favorite in this race, guys, Sadie Bluegrass, a really nice runner. But her specialty is turf and synthetic. Almost all of her wins come on the synthetic and turf. On the dirt at Sacramento, different story. I think that she is way too low on the line at 2-1. to one. I'm playing against her. So in the seventh race, I like the five dance to the music, 8-1 to one, cough, cough on the morning line. Bruce, I know you're uh, salivating when you look at the field size like we're seeing at Del Mar here opening weekend. I, I know you love to dig into the tapes and go all over the country, all over the world, in fact. Uh, so give us one at Del Mar today. Yeah, let's go with the shipper. And that's what's so fun about this meeting, guys. You not only you're getting uh, you know high quality, and you're getting new blood. You're seeing horses shipping in from everywhere. That's a challenge for everyone. It, it really kind of throws some unpredictability into the scene, which makes for good gambling, makes for great prices, as we've seen over the last couple of years. And let's go to the ninth race. And I like the four-horsing here, Delight, for Jonathan Thomas. This is a guy that's uh, been a, kind of an unheralded trainer the last few years, does a super job. I think he took over the, the uh, Jonathan Shepard, used to be the trainer for Augustine Stables, back uh, in the Midwest and East, and he is a high-percentage trainer, Trains uh, has horses in Florida, uh, New York, in the Midwest also, and there's a horse in Delight that's a classy runner. She won the grade two Jessamine Stakes last year at Keeneland. Uh, she ran in the Breeders' Cup turf. She had been kind of an up-close horse in most of her races. She was given a five-month break, ran at Indiana, Horseshoe, Indianapolis. They changed her running style. They kind of uh, put an anchor on her, took her back, and, boy, the result was huge. She was way back, made a huge run, and just just ran over the field to win going away. That was off the layoff. She's second off the layoff today. I think, John, you mentioned a ton of speed in here. I think with her newfound style, second off the layoff, the excellent trainer, she should be tough here once, once again as she kind of jumps up in class a little. So race nine, I like the four delight. Five to one, morning line. Very good. And, uh, Bruce, tell us what we can get on the website today. Full card analysis at Del Mar. We come off a very solid day on opening day. We have late races from Saratoga. Also, a pick four from Sacramento. Uh, audio is included on the full card and the best bets at Del Mar. So, again, check it out at betonbruce.com. Thank you, sir. And uh, we will talk to you again next weekend. Take care, guys. Hey, John, just one thing that Bruce touched on, uh, the tape work. You and I love doing it. All, all the good handicappers are diving into the tapes because trouble lines and what you see in the form is just not enough. A perfect example of that yesterday was the seventh race winner, Two Rivers Over, right. who had come in from Ellis Park. Had a little bit of trouble line uh, in the racing form, but if you watch that tape from Ellis, that horse had about 10 lengths worth of trouble. Came here off the claim for Doug O'Neill, ship and win. 
10 to 1, right to the winner's circle. Sounds like a guy who cashed. <laughs> well, sounds like a guy who at, use, at least used the horse. So, there you go. Um, do that tape work. It's, Absolutely. it's invaluable, especially here where you've got horses coming from everywhere. Let's take our next time out. When we come back, John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets and Toby Callett from tobycallett.com. You are listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Del Mar edition on AM830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. Among the stars Angels Radio AMA 30 Now more than ever It pays to own a cow bread Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Today's Racing Digest has been dedicated to the survival of horse players since 1970. Exclusive speed, pace, and final time figures, comprehensive performance ratings, and independent clocking information are all included in each Del Mar edition of today's Racing Digest. Looking for some extra help? Individual handicapping products from Thoroughbred Los Angeles radio handicappers Bob Ike, John Lendo, Bob Mazursky, and Toby Callan are available at todaysracingdigest.com each racing day. You can also take advantage of up-to-date news regarding trends, forces to watch, and free educational information. Pick up your copy of Today's Racing Digest on track at Del Mar or log on to todaysracingdigest.com. Set up your account and get ready to win. From dawn's early light until after the sun sets, Today's Racing Digest is working to make your day at the track a winning one. Today's Racing Digest, where every edition is a handicapping lesson. Make plans now to avoid the summer traffic gridlock. Sammy's Original in Lake Forest is looking forward to becoming your wagering headquarters during Del Mar. Their 2,700-square-foot Las Vegas-inspired race book includes individual viewing terminals, ample self-serve betting machines, live tellers, and there are no parking or cover charges at Sammy's Original. Help celebrate our 10-year anniversary with a special menu featuring rollback prices in the race book for our players. Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. First post-time meet racing day at Sammy's Original is 10 a.m. Come in, enjoy the great food, the great summer racing, and see what Sammy's Original is all about. For more information, call 949-716-2367 or log on to Sammy'sOriginal.com. See you at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight, look for outstanding pools in our early and late pick fours, with our early pick four pools totaling around $200,000. And racing fans, Los Alamitos continues to offer a traditional pick six with total pools that have been rising every single week. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. That's 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of racing, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we'll have either a pick six carryover or the $10,000 promo every Sunday night. Angels Radio. AM 830. You look tonight. 
Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. We are live from Del Mar, but, John, if uh, people are coming to the Breeders' Cup or going to the fall meet at Santa Anita, you've got a good option where they should be staying. Right. Now's the time to make your reservations, too. You want to get up to Santa Anita for that fall meet, uh, all the Breeders' Cup prep races, and the Breeders' Cup itself at the end of the meet, uh, give a call to the Le Meridian Hotel, 626 626- Seven 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 six six nine nine. Ask for your Thoroughbred LA discounted rate. If you book online at Marriott.com, use the code S nine four nine eight. You'll get a discounted rate. Get your bookings in because it will fill up going into Santa Anita. And John, let's give a shout out to XBTV. They've got their camera crew down here. They're doing all the workouts, uh, so that is a tremendous asset to horse players. I use it every racing day. I know you do too. They're out here in the mornings. They're working right out of the Del Mar press box, and they're filming the works from today. You can see them this afternoon and be ready for when these horses run coming up at Del Mar. Well, let's bring in John Hardoon. John, good morning. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How are you guys doing? We are doing well. We're enjoying uh, day. We enjoyed day one, and we're going to enjoy this weekend here at Del Mar. It's uh, a great way to kick off. But, uh, John, first of all, let's talk about the uh, Haskell today at Monmouth, race 12 there. We've got the Derby winner in Mage. We've got Tappet Trice. Uh, you've got Bob Baffert with Arabian Knight. He's kind of owned the Haskell. Uh, Brad Cox has got one in. How would you see it, John? Well, I like Mage. I think he's clearly the best horse in the race. You know, I understand they paid all kinds of money for the backward horse, but where's he been? He has two starts. He's a three-year-old, you know. He hasn't he hasn't been running. So, uh, listen, they're all saying that Mage is going to uh, use this as a prep into the Travis. I say nonsense. This is the best horse in the race. He ran super in the derby. He bounced in the Preakness when he came back on two weeks rest. Now he's been freshened up. Yes, the Travers is in five weeks, and uh, he was supposed to run in the Jim Dandy next week at Saratoga, but he's running in the in the hostel, so he gets that extra week of rest, and I think he's ready to run big. And you may get the three to one that that he's listed as, and I, and I like Mad in that spot. John, I wanted to get conditions today at Saratoga because they were off the turf for the majority of the races yesterday. And also, I noticed again today at Saratoga, 11 late vet scratches today. You guys have had an inordinately high amount of vet scratches so far early on at the Saratoga meet. Well, it's been a combination of uh, crazy vets and heises. So everybody wants to stick their two cents in. So, you know, if they get a few more organizations will be down to three horse fields every race. But it's crazy. Uh, they're being overcautious, I think. But uh, they're in charge, and they get to make the rules. So we play by their rules, or we don't play at all. And the conditions today? Absolutely beautiful day. No rain. Uh, the heat broke yesterday, so it's a beautiful day. A chance of rain maybe tonight, but today should be smooth sailing. We want to get two plays, John. Uh, I assume Saratoga will be the first one. Yeah, let's look at the 11th and final today at Saratoga. And I love the number one horse in here, Catch You Soon. Uh, this is a four-year-old gelding from the Red Hot Linda Rice Barn. I believe she's won a race every single day of the meet so far. Well, this is the 11th and final. Rider switch today. Jose Ortiz went down yesterday in the first race. Flavian and Prattle will be riding 7-2 on the morning line. Number one, Catch You Soon, is a pick-five, pick-six single in today's 11th and final. Where do you want to go for your second pick, John? Let's go to Monmouth and look at the 11th race today. It's the United Nations. It's one of the uh, stake races they have on the card, and it's a terrific card today. It's Haskell Day, as everybody knows. I think they have five or six stake races. And the 11th race today, the United Nations, full field there. And I love the number three horse, Catnip. Four-year-old Gelding from the Mike Stidham barn, Joel Osario board to ride. He's listed at 4-1 to on the morning line. He absolutely loves the Monmouth test course. He's two for two. You know, the, the distance is a little bit of a question, but he's on the improve. He's lightly raised seven starts. Each one is better than the previous one. Number three, Catnip, wins this year's version of the United Nations. Hey, John, before we let you go, I wanted to bring up that incident. You mentioned Jose Ortiz off his mouth today. You know, he got dumped right after the wire in the first race. Uh, it got squeezed off between horses, and then, you know, uh, uh, Arad Ortiz was part of that incident. And coming back in the last race yesterday, there's an inquiry. Arad Ortiz was at it again, kind of dropping in and, and laying on the horse to the inside. Then he came back out. Uh, inquiry, no change. When are they going to do something about this guy? He's going to get somebody really hurt really quick. 
Well, that's when they're going to do something, Jen. You're 100% right. Uh, I mean, he rides as close to reckless as you could ride. And, uh, you know, he goes 55, 54 and a 55-mile-an-hour speed limit. He's as close as he comes. He, you know, he thinks he's cute out there. Most of the time he's on the best horse and doesn't have to do half the stuff he does. But uh, I don't know. He seems to get a kick out of it. But you're right. Someone's going to get hurt, unfortunately. And uh, it's not going to be pretty. In the first race, his brother went down. He was in front of his brother. I think his brother just clipped heels. And it was funny because he came off right as they were hitting the finish line. And, uh, you know, there was all kinds of discussion whether he should not have... uh, he should have been disqualified or whatever, whether he carried the weight crossing the wire, but they showed it in slow motion, and, and he did cross the wire. He was still on the horse uh, when he did cross, so uh, he did finish third, and uh, he stayed there. Hey, John, tell us what's on the website, johnhardoon.com. Uh, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Today we have Saratoga, of course, Delmar and uh, Mammoth Selections, three tracks, and uh, another terrific card at Delmar. You get lucky there, you're going to get paid. The field sizes are unbelievable. We've got horses coming from all over. All you need is a little luck, and uh, you're going to have a good day. Thank you, John, and we'll be listening tomorrow on Mike's show. Thanks, guys. Stay safe and be well. All right, that was John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets. Let's bring in Toby Callett. Good morning, Toby. Hey, Bob. How are you? We are doing well, um, and I know uh, you're dialed in. Are you Are you doing Del Mar selections, Toby, or are you just kind of picking your spots? I'm not doing uh, a public selection sheet, no, but uh, I am personally playing, uh, as we've talked about through the years. Uh, I'm on the tail end of uh, whatever public handicapping and the things go, but I'm still a horse player, and I just don't have the time or energy to, you know, to put out something that would be of the quality that I've been known to put out. So I'm going to stick with uh, with the local, or at least as long as the local stays in business. Who knows what the next year is? It's going to drop. But um, no, uh, and there will be days that I will come up with a Del Mar selection if I'm allowed to, because uh, uh, we get too many tapetas here, then I feel disqualified. Yes, absolutely. Well, give us the conditions today at Gulfstream. We're fast and fast right now. Uh, it looks like the day's going to be okay. We have some Saharan dust uh, floating around these parts, which uh, usually negates uh, some of the rain prospects. And therefore, I'm going to take you to race nine today. It's the feature. It's the Azalea Stakes, and uh, it's one of the races that stayed pretty much intact. Uh, you're only going to scratch the six one of one. And in here, David Falks, the four and the seven. I think he holds all the cards. The four is Trust Me, who I do like in this race. Uh, we'll use the seven, Charlie's Wish. The five, Flake. And the one, Kiki Love. That's four, seven, five, eight, to skate right through race nine today. The Azalea State at Gulfstream Park. All right, Toby. I think, uh, John, did you have anything? or well, It's kind of a quiet card down there. We got all the action out here. Toby, what are you finding uh, right now with the the? Are, does the does the change at all as it gets really hot and sticky down there during the summertime? You, you notice that it's it's a different color than than uh, uh, Golden Gate, and that's the one thing that uh, they likely did on purpose because of the darker colors attracting more heat. But I, I have to be honest with you: when they run those races, the only thing I do is chart them for the sake of trips and notes and. And, and, and the work that's necessary to do. But when I tell you I don't play those races, that's the honest-to-God's truth. I don't bet a nickel on them. I, 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 I drew the line in the sand years ago, done finished, kaput, sayonara, feel it. <laughs> I respect your integrity, sir. <laughs> All right, Toby, thank you so much. TobyCallett.com, and uh, we will also listen to you on Mike's show tomorrow. Okay, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. That was Toby Callett. And, uh, John, I'll take our final time out. When we come back, Michael Rona from Los Alamitos. Uh, he's been back on a winning streak and caught a lot of uh, wiener dogs as well. So we want to talk about what happened there last weekend at Los Al. That'll be the final segment, Thoroughbred L.A., right here on AM830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. And clouds of white. Bright, blessed Angels Radio. AM 830. Where the turf meets the surf, down at 
is back at Del Mar Saturday July 22nd. Sample more than 50 brews, ciders, and seltzers with a variety of gourmet food available for purchase. Your Beer Fest tickets are available at dmtc.com. Come out and enjoy opening weekend at Del Mar Trackside with the best craft beer in San Diego. It's a guaranteed winner. Where the turf meets the surf at Del Mar. At Del Mar. See you where the surf meets the turf. See you at Del Mar. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626 626- 777-6699. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AM 830. That I heard of. Welcome back. Final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And, John, uh, we want to wish our friends at Legacy Ranch good luck today. They've got a runner in the second race. Right. They have Sola Midnight, a Legacy Ranch homebred by Straight Fire, who stands at Legacy Ranch, uh, number six in the program. Best of luck to Pete and Evelyn Perillo in the second race. Hope we see uh, Evelyn carrying some flowers out of the winter circle of Del Mar, race two. That would be nice. And, John, a couple places we always mention if you can't be on track, and uh, probably more so now than ever with the OC Tavern closing, uh, you've got another good option nearby. Well, we've talked about the best option in Orange County down there where the five and four or five freeways collide, and that is uh, Sammy's original, you know, right there. And uh, they they have that... uh, um, bonus in place too. Now we're back at Delmar with the Rainbow Six. If you're the only ticket in the a winning ticket in the Rainbow Six at Delmar, if you bet it at Sammy's, catch it at Sammy's. Not only will you pick up the jackpot from Delmar, but uh, Pete Genovese is going to write you an extra check for twenty five thousand dollars. Somebody almost took it down from Sammy's at Santa Anita. If somebody wins it at, at uh, Sammy's during the Del Mar meet, we're heading up there and we're going to find the guy because I, I think we're going to be able to get yeah, a soft drink. Absolutely. And uh, the place I like to go, the Derby Room at Fairplex is open, uh, ready to serve you. Great food and beverage menu 
audio-visual, great customer service. Couldn't recommend it more. So a couple good options there, Sammy's and the Derby Room. Let's bring in Michael Rona. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Bob and John. Hey, we got some trials uh, this weekend. Let's start with tonight, the John Deere Challenge Trials. Yeah, these are two-year-olds competing in a California series of uh, regional challenge trials at 350 yards to the final three races on tonight's nine-race card. And uh, we see the return to action of Double Down 1-2-3, the long-shot winner of the Kindergarten Futurity in mid-May. Ed Burgard has installed her the favourite for the first of the three trials. We also, across these three races tonight, see the first four home in the Fred Skane Stakes from mid-June. Uh, in the first trial against Double Down 1-2-3, Shoes and One and Attack, who finished a close second and third respectively in the Fred Skane, will provide stiff opposition. In the final trial, Wicked Cowgirl Smart, who won the Fred Skane, and Kevin's knockout, fourth beaten just a half length, has a rematch. Several other very talented uh, juveniles, a couple of very promising maiden winners, uh, taking their place, taking their shot to qualify for a national final later in the year. Uh, Michael, Golden State Trials tomorrow night. What are post times for uh, Saturday and Sunday racing? Yeah, we're going to be in a pattern of much later starts and finishes during the Del Mar meet. First post both tonight and tomorrow, 7.35. Uh, John Lindo, I know you had your eyes peeled. You were watching all the Wiener trials, and then uh, you had the you, you keyed the winner. So uh, I know you're all in. You better talk to Michael I know. And, uh, I tweeted out, Michael, uh, after I saw the early trials in the Wiener Nationals last week, I thought Beanie Von Winnie was awesome. <laughs> and here, here she comes back in the final, and Beanie Von Winnie got the job done. Unfortunately, I couldn't find a window to get a bet down. <laughs> well, I don't know what kind of side action was taking place among the more than 7,000 people who flocked to Los Alamitos to witness the Wiener Nationals last Saturday night. But I can tell you it was a case of sweet redemption for Beanie Von Weenie, who in last year's championship race was the first nose across the wire. But the rules of the Wiener Nationals stipulate that the entire pitch must cross the finish line. Beanie Von Weenie perhaps uh, somewhat prematurely celebrating with uh, the other Wiener dogs turned around, didn't actually cross the finish line fully. So anyway, this year, a thoroughly professional display as Beanie Von Weenie powered clear to take the national title. <laughs> they, they really they they put in the training and they ran right through the wire they this run year. Through huh? the wire. That's run right. through the wire. Uh, excellent. Thank you, Mike. Uh, Michael, I'll, you know you did it again. You got back on track uh, with no can tell last week. Seven dollars. Uh, give us a, a winner for tonight. Well, in the sixth race, Bob, a 300-yard maiden for three-year-olds and up, there's a, a, a pretty wide-open morning line that Ed Burgart has set. He's got five horses listed from five to two to five to one, so no clear-cut favourite or standout. I'm going to the fourth choice at four to one, drawn on the outside, number seven, Believe. This is a lightly-raced four-year-old. In fact has only one previous start late last year as a three-year-old when a close fourth in what turned out to be a productive race at very big odds, it must be said. So here we have a four-year-old off a long layoff making career start number two. But I took a look at the gate work on July 1st and loved what I saw, particularly from the gallop out. And I think that this uh, Mike Castleman trainee a good look at the outcome from the outside post. So let's give Believe a try. The I and E are the wrong way around in the spelling, but illiteracy never stopped American Pharaoh. That's right. <laughs> hey, uh, Michael, you mentioned you watched the workout. Those available at losalamitos.com. Exactly. Yes, you can catch all race replays and gateword videos for free at the track's website. Just go to the, the nighttime uh, page and you'll find it listed there down the right-hand column. Very good, Michael. Let's make it two weeks in a row, and uh, your your streak with us has been uh, unparalleled. You've, um, been, you've been the hottest guy on the show. The best uh, guy all year long. So let's keep it going, Michael. Thanks, fellas. I appreciate it. Good luck to everyone. Hooroo. All right.
That was Michael Rona and uh, John. We got about a minute here, but uh, uh, let, let's talk about one thing that came up this week on the Breeders' Cup Classic. Right, the Breeders' Cup Classic will not be the final race on the program this year. They have a football game on NBC from the Big Ten at four o'clock Pacific. So the Breeders' Cup will go at three forty. There'll be the Breeders' Cup Sprint and Turf Sprint after that. One other non-Breeders' Cup race. Kind of weird that the Breeders' Cup doesn't yeah, finish it off with the Classic. That, that's strange. It's always been the culmination of uh, the two-day event. Well, a lot of strange things in this game, John, but uh, let's enjoy while we can here at Del Mar, and uh, let's have another great day today. Sun's out, big fields today, good wagering opportunities. Get out to the, the Del Mar, get out to a sports rook, get out to the satellite wagering facilities, have some fun today. Mike Wellman's here tomorrow from 8 to 10. Stay tuned. Andy Harris, the SoCal Restaurant Show. You are listening to Thoroughbred LA. Good luck today. Cash some tickets. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Talk to Mr. A. People yakety-yak the streak and waste your time a day. But Mr. Ed will never speak unless he has something to say. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. And this one will talk to his voice, his horse. You never heard of a talking horse? The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. Angels Radio AMA30. KLAA, Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire, where Angels Baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners, or management. Experience Angels Baseball with the Coca-Cola Family Fun Pack. For only $44, get four tickets, four hot dogs, and four soft drinks. For more information regarding the Coca-Cola Family Fun Pack, visit angels.com slash fun pack. Breathe in.